this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello. I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going! Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Atlanta podcast on post show recaps. That's right. We got y'all and the we got y'all crew is back again. Uh, I'm happy to be back after missing last week's thanking Chappelle and Mari for holding it down this week. It's Mari who's out. And so I'm here with my intrepid, just my guy for all seasons, right? He fills in for me whenever I'm not available. He's always checking in on me to make sure that I'm doing okay. And yeah, what else can you possibly ask for? It's the credibly incredible Chappelle. Latanya, thank you for that introduction. <laughs> I'm happy you're back. Um, yeah, we we again we haven't done this in a while. Just the two of us. No, Mari's gone. Mari's gone camping. You know, and that's no, okay. Mommy um, but. Camping. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you and I are holding it down. And so we're going to have a good time talking about this episode. But Latanya, uh, this was kind of slow, wasn't it? It was. It was slow. It was not just slow. It was glacial uh, at times. Mm-hmm. I, I, This is one of the few episodes where I found myself checking the runtime a couple times just to make mm. sure that there was still some left. 
but yeah, I think this is supposed to be one of their more atmospheric episodes where we just get vibes as opposed to a lot gets done. Um, yeah. yeah, what did you think about the pace? Yeah, I, th- I thought the pacing was interesting. It did feel kind of slow to me, but I think they wanted us to kind of hone in on this moment that's going to happen at the end of the episode. This was Atlanta without the shenanigans, you know? Like, when they started yeah. talking about certain certain parts of the episode started coming up, I started thinking, oh, this is when it's going to get crazy. This right. is no, this is when it's going to get crazy. Oh, no, the, this is when it's going to be crazy about it. And then at the end, it was just like, oh, no. They just oh. really had, like, a down-to-earth moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, honestly, I can't complain because I've been saying get back to the plot. This is a big plot point for Atlanta, and it's it came out of not nowhere because they've kind of been hinting at it for a while. But right. this is definitely the most plot centric episode that we've had in a very long time. It's the most plot centric episode. It's the mo- you know it involves two of our main characters and the relationship that we've been following since season one, which has evolved and devolved all at the same time. Uh, and then we mm-hmm. see these two people at this particular point in their lives and. They are essentially trying to figure out if they're going to keep making it work together or try to really go for it out in L.A. So that was all that's all very interesting. And that's all very insecure of them as well. Yeah. Um, But yeah, just a really quiet episode full of tropey subtext from horror stuff. Um, There were several and, and I don't know what you thought. There were several different times in this episode where I thought something horrific was going to happen just because I think I have been set up through years of conditioning from watching horror movies. And when they met that man in the woods, I was like, I don't know. I don't know about yeah, this. Here it comes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I was watching the credits and I did see Jordan Peele's name pop up and I was like, yeah, I get that. Like, it, there were no yeah. scary moments in the episode, but you definitely got this ominous feeling that there could be one coming. Uh, exactly. Eventually, yeah, eventually you kind of come to terms with the fact that there's not going to be one. But for the beginning and like parts of the middle and even parts at the end, I was kind of yeah. thinking, this is weird. This is uh-huh. something could happen here. And they just never gave it to us. So it was like this over like this overarching, like ominous feeling. Yes. And then just like the storyline that was driving it all. It was very entertaining. Yeah, and that that's what made it such an interesting episode to watch because you were in that state of just kind mm-hmm. of edge of your seat. What what is this? What is going on? This can't be as simple as what they've set it out to be. And that's really what it is. It's a simple episode with the backdrop of nature and it's really beautiful there. Have we had any episodes of Atlanta that just simply did not have like something supernatural happening in it? Because I can't think of one in a while. <laughs> They just had nothing weird going on. Well, that, I mean, there is something weird going on in here because I don't know what that creature was that she caught. Oh, yeah. We'll get to the snipe later on. I mean, they yeah. even named the episode Snipe Hunt. Uh, uh-huh. So I really thought the creature would be a, a bigger part of the plot. Um, yeah, right. But yeah, I, I just keep thinking back to, you know, um, the crank dad with the weird, like, uh, you know, uh, serial killer, you know, or whatever, and then the work ethic, and then just like light skinned it, you know, mm-hmm. like how these episodes kind of had just this, I don't know, they all felt like they were a little, you know, kind of spooky or supernatural, and this one just felt like, nah, we're back. It's normal people doing normal stuff, or you know, close to it, as close to it as you can get on Atlanta, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so let's take a really quick break. And when we come back, let's get into it. We took it all. We brought them to our land. 
An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. And we're back. So. We start off the episode by Ern and Van pulling up with Lottie into this area of, I just call it woodlands. Like it's just, it's a camping site, I guess, uh, because people do that now. They rent out camping sites. Um, mm-hmm. I think that there are even some hotel companies who um, have, like, have just put their name on camping sites at this point. So, so there's like a Hilton field somewhere. There is, there is like there are several of them. Yeah, like a Hilton or a Holiday Inn, like whatever. Um, oh, a camping wow. site. Yeah, it's a whole thing. I don't know anything about camping. Um, I don't know if you do. You're from Texas, so I would. I think am from Texas. Maybe you've been camping a time or two. I have been camping, but never on purpose. It was never my idea. It was, you know, it was. It's like we're going camping. Are we? You know, like I don't want to do that. Um, but now, like I'm a little bit older, I do a little bit more of the glamping. You know, um, yeah, we're gonna have like we don't camp in a tent. We're gonna have a cabin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I'm, yeah. I, I got to have a door on on that bad boy and possibly yes. plumbing. So you know, I'll be in the exactly. woods, but I won't be in the woods like they was in the woods. Um, Latanya, I thought this was rich people stuff when he said I rented out the <laughs> the you know the the campground. I was like, oh, because Ern obviously makes a lot of money doing the paperboard thing, and he can just do stuff like this now. I thought he was flexing. Well, I think that he was. I, I do think because this is a privately owned uh, mm. campground, it probably is a lot more expensive. It's probably a very scenic. They obviously picked a scenic spot. So it's probably a destination that people like to go to a lot. And he even got the best cat, uh, what not cabin, but what a tent that REI has to offer that can sleep up to 12 people. Um, but he, since he doesn't know anything about camping, he doesn't know that he doesn't need a tent that large. Um, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is he is flexing a little bit. It's nice to see Earn with some money, especially coming off of episodes in seasons one and two where he was just just getting by. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, at, at the very beginning of the season, he was sleeping in a storage container, and so, so for him to go from that to Incredibly being able to call Nike and ask for shoes, even if they say kiss my ass, to <laughs> being able to rent out an entire campsite for your family. That's great. That's what you want. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, we 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 grew up with uh broke Earn, you know, and um <laughs> Earn walking the streets basically and bumming rides. Like he got a car, they drive and listening to your love is king. I was like, yeah, <laughs> like you know, you gotta look back at like, man, how far have we come, Earn? So I'm proud of him, but I do feel like there was a little bit of flexing because if you got it, flaunt it. Exactly. Yes, so true. So they meet a uh, man, he seems really nice. Um, he is the person who um, owns the land that they're clamp- 
clamping. <laughs> regular glamp. They regular Reg- camping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're not glamping. They're just regular camping on. Um, <laughs> and I'm glad you heard glamping because I definitely said clamping. Uh, anyway. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he seems nice. Like, he seems nice. But in the same way that any person that you meet who lives in the woods uh, would scare me. I would also immediately be asking, what are the chances this man kills us in our sleep? Uh, Do you think 8% 8 is high? (laughs) We were going to the same question. Like, is 8% enough to where you, like, would turn around and go home? Or is that just, like, the normal amount of pressure when you do something like this? When you meet any other human being, really. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's yeah. the percentage if you just are going to the bank? Is it like 8% chance that you could die? Probably higher. People yeah, rob probably. banks all the time. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, there's just something about, I just can't do the woods. I I can do a glamping. So if there, like you said, there's a toilet, even if it's a compost toilet, I can do it. Um, mm-hmm. There's a nice fireplace that I can, you know, read a book around. Fantastic. But sleeping on the literal ground? No. Like, yeah. how do you go to the bathroom out there? I don't want to know. I yeah. don't want to know. I mean, it's what people do when they get money. You know, they get money, so then <laughs> they, they start camping. to do minimalist stuff. Yeah. Well, they go they go do broke people stuff. Like, I'm going to sleep on the ground. I'm going to, you know, like, I'm going to go on a retreat. I'm going to walk. I'm going to hike. Like, people hike because they ain't got cars. You know exactly, what I'm saying? Like, we, yeah. when we get cars and stuff, we don't want to go backwards. So, yeah. I, yeah. yeah, this is, again. They get rich is, and uh, start fasting for days. Right. You know, they can exactly. afford caviar. Now yeah. you can eat. And you yeah. don't want to eat. <laughs> you don't you know? want to. <laughs> Crazy diets and all kinds of stuff. Um, but yeah, this man, he, uh, I, I, like I said, because of the Jordan Peele feel of it, it was very yeah. get out, you know, like, it oh, was. God, where are we going? Um, and But he did say something to Earn that I thought was very funny because he tells Earn to slow down. You know, um, Van had been telling him to slow down, driving so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, you know, you really should be going five miles an hour because you don't want to hit a child or a right. deer or something. And Latanya, hitting a deer is like my biggest fear. Like that is like number one on my list of fears next to the police and like, um, I don't know, a, a night at the Cheesecake Factory. Like those are like the big three. <laughs> and I'm telling you, because I drive so much and one of my friends hit a deer while we were in college and we had to come get her because it just completely mangled her car. And the yeah, deer was I've seen in, pictures. I've never seen that before until she, until she like, come get me because I cannot drive my car. There's a deer hanging into my windshield. I was like, Oh, dear God. And yeah. so that is like number one with a bullet for me. Almost happened to me once we were coming back from Six Flags in Gurney. And mm-hmm. I, w- I was staying in Evanston at the time. So I'm getting off the expressway and it's over by this really nice mall called Old Orchard for people who are from Chicago or the suburbs, you'll know. Um, and so there's just a lot of wildlife. There's a cemetery. There's a lot of wildlife out there. And this giant, like 12 point buck, just ran right across the exit to the from the expressway yeah and i just kind of saw my life flash before my eyes i was like this is it all of us in this car are done Mm -hmm. so yeah there are way more deer where you are than in downtown chicago so (laughs) that's true but it's like it's like you you when you think about like potentially accidentally hitting an animal deer is the animal that you it hits back you know like uh, (laughs) oh You you hit a dog, you might it might ruin your night. You might it might ruin your year that you killed this dog on accident. But you know, you probably gonna survive that interaction with exactly. the deer. Your car, man, your man, just these deer, and they do it on I think they do it on purpose. I, I really do. They see them lights, they stop. You know, they, honestly, we should abolish deer. 
all together. They they have a really good PR group because mm-hmm. you know they like owls. I think yeah. we should get rid of those two. Yeah, they're they're terrifying. You should uh, start a list. You know, yes. just about all the animals that have been getting, like, who have a great rap. Like, the hippos used to get away with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, back in the day, hip- people used to be like, oh, no, hippos are so cute. But now their PR team just gave up. Yeah. But now we really need to start focusing on these other animals that people think are docile, but really be ruining people's lives. Very, very true. I saw a, a video on Twitter about a woman fighting with a with a deer who was trying <laughs> saw to. Too. You saw that video? <laughs> she, was cr- she was screaming the whole time. <laughs> oh, that would be me. Um, mm-hmm. And me. <laughs> so so yeah like i said before uh urn has purchased this huge 12 person tent and van is like really we're gonna freeze now like we were gonna freeze anyway but now it's gonna be really really cold because there's not enough body heat to fill the space but she's basically chill about it and mostly chill about everything this is a very chill episode for both characters um and she realizes that you know he's just trying to like do Lottie's birthday, right? Because I forgot to mention that it's Lottie's what? Uh, how old is she now? I don't, I don't know. Nine. I don't oh, know. six? Six, I think. Yeah, I think it's she's Lottie's six. sixth birthday. Um, and she's already got the the teenage I don't want to talk to my dad thing just coming in slowly but surely. I have so many questions about Lottie's attitude throughout this episode. <laughs> I was like, she is so like over this from jump, you know, know. Van, Van's like, Oh, I think she's just tired. I'm like, but the next day is she tired? What about the right. third day? You know, she was kind of, she was kind of tripping. And this was the first step because they asked her if she wants to help with the tent. She goes, no, no. Like, what do you mean? Like, no. What do you mean? No. Like, Tanya, did you grow up in a no household? Oh, I certainly did not. <laughs> <laughs> this is that progressive stuff. That soft parenting. Uh, Cause I don't know. There's no, <laughs> she spent too much time on that Kirkwood chocolate set and now she thinks uh-huh. that she can just get away with anything that she wants to this is how Kirkwood chocolate ruins lives mm-hmm. um, so yeah Lottie just straight up says no when she's very clearly it's like that's not an ask kind of thing Yeah, it, your parents might phrase it in the form of a question but you're supposed to understand it as I will now be helping build this tent Right. And then she's like six years old. So it's not like they're going to ask her to do anything no. extremely hard. It's just like, no. come be over here with us. And then, right. and then she's also staring across the water at the woods over across the lake. And I'm thinking, oh, no, here's the moment where, you know, the monster is coming or something. And then they just move away from it. I said, OK. And cool, the, it down. even gets, you know, they don't have a lot of music either playing in this episode. So all mm-hmm. of the sounds are nature sounds. And so it's just that slow, steady sound of water. Mm-hmm. And then the the bugs and just waiting for something to come out of a shadow somewhere, like a Bigfoot, uh, you know, a mountain man, something. And yeah. nothing happens. Yeah, Absolutely that sound is happens. real, though. You know, that's how that's just how it sounds when you're outside sometimes, you know, and, and you don't think about it because we watch so many. I know you and I watch so much TV that we're so used to like a laugh track or, yeah. you know, a, a soundtrack in the background. But to just sit in almost like silence on a television show, it really does hit different. And yeah. so, yeah, I was I was thinking, OK, here it comes. There's a jump scare coming or something. But we just move along uh, like nothing happened. Yeah, it's all really uneasy. And I think that ultimately it's trying to evoke the mood of how both van and earn feel right Mm -hmm. like they are doing this thing for their daughter because it's her birthday and they want her to have fun but they're also they also know there's this looming situation 
over each of their heads and neither of them has had the sense to communicate about it with the other. So everything is, all the tension is kind of just building up. So Ern asked Van uh, if she's thought about LA because remember from earlier in the season, he's got a job, a new job in LA that he's excited about and he's going to move out there for. And she says, yeah, I thought about it a lot, but I want to discuss it later. So the situation kind of gets postponed. Yeah, it, it's it's one of those things where I think it's she just it's she's not ready to attack it yet because I think she has her own feelings that they really haven't worked out yet about the whole mm-hmm. situation because this is very much Earn making a move and then telling her to follow him and so right. we've seen Van before even in the, like in a in a, a country far away from her home she still wasn't following Earn around you know and mm-hmm. so um I think this is more of that like I know that you're making a decision but that's not us making a decision and so she doesn't right. have to talk about it right now no there are other things to be done like stand back and look at this tent that was obviously not put together right right or to tell lottie that her dad can sleep inside the tent again what is happening yeah maybe your dad can sleep outside or maybe daddy can just sleep outside what unwarranted child (laughs) anger is this right i was like maybe going on maybe she's teasing him but also that in conjunction with yeah that in conjunction with the no i'm not gonna help i was like all right all right don't let tyler perry get you uh in trouble (laughs) seriously and then there's other times throughout the episode where Ern talks to her and he's like i might as well not be here like why is she just ignoring me i have no clue um i think it's my toxic masculinity sleep slipping out where i'm just like you know take control of this situation you know and uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like you're you're the daddy you're the man i was like uh but i was like say something to her i mean they kind of was just letting her ch- kick it i mean it's, it is her birthday it is you know her you birthday. do you do give kids a little bit more leniency on their birthday i feel like you and do. so uh yeah i just thought it was just moments of like man Aaron, say something you know fight yeah. back <laughs> but i was just i was also wondering if this was coming from because lottie's very smart we've known this from season one or two that lottie is gifted and uh and, you know, very intelligent and able to express herself, obviously. So mm-hmm. I think I was thinking, is this maybe because Earn hasn't been around as much as he maybe should be? Or she's used to, at this point, not even her mom and dad, but her grandparents spending the most time with her. And so maybe she's just mad at him. Oh, yeah, that's a good that's a good uh, like shout out, because if you think about it, I was going to say she's probably got some daddy issues and you know, daddy issues at six years old. That's got to suck because you know, a lot of times it's hard to beat that, but you're right. It's probably parent issues. I mean, Latanya, given the timeline that we are not sure of, um, (laughs) they confirmed in this episode that they did go to Amsterdam at some point. Exactly. They left her. They left her for an undisclosed amount of time. And so maybe she doesn't, she doesn't feel like this is, this is my crew. I where's granny and grandpa. And I think maybe, Maybe that's some of it. Because when he asked her, like, how are you enjoying your birthday? She's like, do we got snacks? Lottie, now look, <laughs> I know we've been gone for a minute, but you got to remember. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, okay, okay, just calm down, Chappelle. You know, this, this is not your child. <laughs> yeah, but this episode was, for me, just like fantastic birth control. I was just like, this is why I don't mm-hmm. want kids. This is yeah. why there will be no children. <laughs> for, there's so many reasons. And one of them is having to deal with the stank attitude when I have taken you and given you an entire forest for your yes. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they come to a, uh, they're just kind of hiking around. They come to a place where 
Uh, Ern wants to cross. It's over some water. Uh, the rapids look like they're maybe crossable, but not with a kid. Um, I don't know if I would trust it. Eventually, Van agrees with me and says they'll just get all wet and it also looks too dangerous to cross here. So they can't, they just don't. And yeah. things move on. Yeah. It felt like, again, that could have been a moment of some suspense. What if they tried to cross the river and, you know, they, they get swept up in it or, you know, Lottie falls off his shoulders or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just yeah. moments where there could have, like, you have a fork in the road where you column A will take you over here, you know, tunnel B will take you over here. And they just keep on going to, like, you know, this route that is just moving the storyline along. They're not taking a lot of detours to deal with that extra horror element that we're used to. Yeah, and they're not—they're not taking the detours to deal with each other in the way that they need to either. This mm -hmm. this rapid situation feels very much akin to the L.A. question for me, which is mm -hmm. Earn being ready to jump in and Van being very cautious about it to the point of saying no, and also not with my kid. Yeah, I mean, you could even go back to the tent. Uh, Ern gets a 12, uh, 12 bedroom uh, tent to go camping and the first thing Van says is no this is not going to work we're going to freeze right. and it's kind of like and that's what I said my, the toxic man like that little like lizard brain of mine is like <laughs> take control of the situation get a man in the house you know <laughs> if you want to cross this damn rapids you go walk out there damn it but then I was like he's folded again and I'm not and I don't think he's wrong I just definitely felt like I don't know, man. It, it did look like at, at times he, his uh, authority was being undermined, at least by his child. I'm not saying he has yeah. any authority over Van. Not over but, Van, but by yeah. his own six-year-old child <laughs> does not respect his authority at all. Yeah, exactly. And and um, and Mama wasn't backing him up. That's all I'm saying. No, not at all. <laughs> she just thinks everything is cute. She's like one of those moms. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, she's a fun, the cool mom. Yeah. I don't know her. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that woman is. Um, so yeah, Lottie is busy ignoring Ern, also saying she doesn't really like her birthday anymore. And honestly, the only thing that I could think during this scene, they were standing next to these brick structures that look very much like the prison in The Walking Dead. And all I could think <laughs> of is is this where they shot the Walking Dead prison seasons? I would I like mean to know. The Walking Dead was in Georgia uh, for, uh -huh. the, for the like real deadheads out there, the zombie heads. Um, but yeah, so the, I mean, I, I I wouldn't write it off completely. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, for the 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 people who are uh, not aware, I've been covering The Walking Dead on poster recaps here <laughs> with Jessica Lisa, <laughs> Josh Wiggler, and AJ Mass for the last couple of seasons. So check that out on poster recaps. Subscribe to the Walking Dead uh, poster recaps feed as well. I figured if I had a Walking Dead adjacent thought, that you are the person to bring it to. Yes, that is so. Me. It's you. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so Van says uh, they're going to go fishing, and then later they're going on a snipe hunt. So, um, this is actually funny. Um, I looked this up because I wanted to be sure that this was what I thought it was, just like the prank that I thought it was. And when I looked it up. Uh, the definitions of <laughs> the dictionary definitions are actually pretty hilarious. The first one is an act of hunt hunting a wild snipe, which is just okay. like, okay, that's fine. That's nothing. That's nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> Two, a practical joke in which an unwitting victim is sent in pursuit of something that doesn't exist. <laughs> Example, mm -hmm. one or two gullible youths or youths are <laughs> selected to participate in the notorious snipe hunt. So it just, when they said unwitting victim, 
I just kind of lost it. Uh, yeah. In this case, a child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a child in a in a show that is historically kind of uh, spooky, right? So exactly. it's like, that's definitely something you would see in a horror movie. You know, like uh, these two people are sent on this wild goose chase and then they find themselves in the in the cave of something that they shouldn't be touching or the, yeah. in, the, in, the, in the house of some old witch or an old man <laughs> or something. You know what I'm saying? Or they accidentally woke up the mummy. You know, it's like, why are you going in there? Because they sent me in there. Oh, it was just a joke. It was a prank. And now they're dead or something. You know, so we've seen this before. And to call it a snipe hunt, it's like when a, a pup named Scooby-Doo named that guy Red Herring. It's like it's right in front of you. <laughs> that this is this is a big old fake uh, fake. Uh, a hunting uh, mission, I guess. And so, yeah. yeah, I was shocked that Van would randomly do it for Lottie, but I think she's just trying to keep her entertained. Yeah, there there are, I don't know from experience, because I've never gone camping with children, because that sounds like a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, but having been around like my nephews, there is a certain amount of just having to keep them entertained long enough so that they leave you with some sanity by the end of the day. So, I'm sure that this is a way for her to have fun, first of all, for her to go explore. But they do at night. And I'm kind of, you know, even though they're not that far away, I'm like, y'all are just letting this child walk around these woods at night, whatever. Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, Every time I look up, that that child is just a little too far for my liking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thank you. Van tells her, you're going to take this marshmallow, put it inside this bag. You're going to have the lantern, mm-hmm. set up the whole snipe trap. If you hit, if you see the snipe, you hit it over the head. And then they walk away into the clearing. And they're like, are you just going to leave her here? Yes, I am. Oh, um, yeah. they, well, they just leave her there. <laughs> we we yeah. find out that at some point, uh, v, uh, Van was in the Girl Scouts. So yeah. that's something. Were you a Boy Scout? What? No. I, my no. mom didn't have Boy Scout money. <laughs> oh, i was at the point. y after school program <laughs> yes that makes yeah. sense um another reason that i just don't want kids because they bring you the most random shit lottie picks up a toad and it's huge and i would have freaked out i would not have been van in this situation she just goes over and is like okay well that's fine but the toad is not yours so you have to put the toad down and lottie gets upset about this too she wants this toad She's doing the most. I mean, I, I, I peeped it at the Tyler Perry thing. I was like, okay, she's kind of acting out a little bit. Because first she finds a snipe. You know, that wasn't supposed to happen. And right. now she found a toad. And that wasn't supposed to happen either. And it's not that she just found a toad. She's holding it, like a, yeah. like almost like a doll. Like she's clutching it. it. Like it's, but that's her new toy. But they're just letting her wander through the high grass in the woods. It's like, she could, it could have been a snipe. Or it, a, snake, a snake. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows anything. what is there? Mm-hmm. That uh, old white man, you know, from the yes. from the uh, from the trail, you know, the, what could have gotten easily snatched that mm-hmm. child, and then they would have they would have been like, "What? We were sitting right over here by the fire, too far away." I know yeah. you all have stuff to talk about, but come on. Yeah, is uh, isn't there like an urban I don't know, urban legend or a superstition? Like if you touch a toad, something happens. You get warts or something like that. Is that a thing? There, so getting warts is a thing, and then there's also there's a licking a toad that gives you the psychedelic effects. Oh. You, have you never heard of this? <laughs> no, no, go on. <laughs> <laughs> there are apparently some toads that if you lick them because of a chemical that they produce. They give you these weird psychedelic LSD esque feelings. You want to go camping? <laughs> <laughs> Let's 
Let's do it. I'll grab yeah. the 12 person tent. And I'll grab the toad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there is a nice scene, though, of Ern having a conversation with Lottie about a backwards planet. And it's really cute with just Van kind of, you know, she can't help but look on lovingly as he's just kind of being silly with their kid and telling her a story. See, it's, you know, it's times like this that I think this couple should be together. They should really make a go of it. I know Mm -hmm. that when I suggested that before, you and Mari were like, no, we absolutely think this is a terrible idea. So can we talk Mm -hmm. about that a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So I mean, I think that, you know, for one, a lot of time has elapsed, you know, and I, you know, what time means on this, on this, uh, you know, show, it could be any, any amount of time really, but the way we would leave them would just be, they would be so at odds. Like they couldn't get through a dinner party together without being at each other's throats. They, they couldn't co-parent. They couldn't travel together. It just, it was not working. And I don't know if it's just maybe earns maturity now that he's in a better, like more secure financial situation. You know, like mm. when your basic needs are needs aren't being met, you're not able to, you know, be there for anybody else. And I think that maybe that was a problem. And I also think that Van has done some soul searching too. I mean, it's yeah. not like she's been like, you know, on the straight and narrow this whole time and Ern has just been a, a screw up. It's like the two of them have had their things. And so yeah. I think they just come a long way since season one. And uh, I'm happy to see them getting here. But it's for me, it felt like the moments where they were parenting, they were best together. But I don't yeah. know about the moments when they're not parenting. Right. So, yeah, when, he, when he's talking to uh, Lottie about the. Uh, you know the upside down world or he's like saying that it's a kid that only eats ice cream and ice cream mm-hmm. makes you thinner and all this other stuff and they're just talking and chopping it up van's kind of taking a back seat at this mo- moment and everything seems fine but again seconds ago you know it was like don't cross the river and it was like well i right. want to cross the river well don't i, I bought this tent. well i don't know about the tent. like you know it's like it's almost like they're not on the same page so they're not arguing but it just feel like it take it takes uh in a way and we'll talk about this pr- later probably it just it feels like it just takes lottie to bring them together um, the way they need to be. Yeah, and that's a lot of pressure to put on a child. Mm-hmm. It's too much pressure to put on a child. I mean, I think that we'll talk about this, of course, Earn when he gives his his down on his knee speech. His Kanye. Um, oh God, <laughs> not Kanye. Too soon. Very. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he he gives his he's begging down on his knee speech. We'll talk about that. Like what uh, kind of he's come to uh, believe about himself and their relationship. But as of right now, you're right. The thing that has always bonded them together hasn't so much been their relationship. It has been their child. And, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe the child is looking, is starting to realize that and looking kind of sus at both her parents. And like, by the way, this birthday sucks. Kids ain't dumb. I, I mean, I, like they 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 see and experience the world too. You know, you think right. because they're a child, they're not paying attention, but right. they can feel the awkwardness. They can feel when people aren't smiling and aren't laughing and aren't connecting. And so there's a world where she's like, why are we faking the funk? Like, why are yeah. we out here together? Like, where's grandma and grandpa? That's a real couple. You know, what, right. what are y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, I can tell y'all faking. Stop playing with me. Do you want to help with the tent? No, I don't want to be around y'all. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, until Who y'all that? figure this out. <laughs> who the hell even are y'all? Like, right. you've just been gone how, for a whole life. How was Germany? Hey, yeah. how was Germany, dad? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> how was how beating someone up with a baguette, mom? Like, what's going on? Right. Um, Where's Alexander Skarsgård? You know? 
<laughs> I ask that question all the time. Um, I I would mm-hmm. also have liked to have gotten before this declaration of love things happen happens, which we will get to. I, we saw some of Earn working on himself earlier in the season when he was going to therapy, even though he immediately did something that made his therapy so mute, so moot that yeah. it, yeah. Um, but we don't see any of Van and what Van's been up to or if she's gone to therapy because she had a nervous breakdown overseas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just no point. one talks about it. No one says anything about it. You know, we talked about it before that mental health uh, is like something that we should really like as a community, uh, all people really should really focus on their own mental health and the, the mental health of the people around them. And, you know, I think that Atlanta does have an opportunity to be like, you know, they took Earn aside and said, oh, clearly Earn was moving in depression. So now we ha- we show him in therapy. We show him trying to grow. And, you know, it's not automatic. It doesn't just work instantly. So he screwed up a little bit. But it would be <laughs> nice to see what happened to get Van kind of back in that mindset where she's normal Van and not running around with the baguette. Yeah. Because it's a there's a big swing between the Vans of season three and the Vans of, se- Van of season four. And... I don't know. I I would like to see. We don't know why. I would like to know. I would like to see the baby, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So they're on a fishing boat. um, And then, you know, just it's just very scenic. Like this, this was part of the show was where the cinematography just got me. It was breathtaking. Mm. Just the overhead shots um, of what the sky looks like. And then they are they appear so small just in the middle Mm -hmm. of this large body of water on this little boat. And it's also just nice to see a black family out in nature because that doesn't happen a ton. Yeah. Access reasons. Right. Access. And then, you know, sometimes it's just not safe, you know? Um, But we see them here in the canoe, they're fishing. And this is when Lottie starts to reveal that I wish my grandparents were here. And they're like, do you miss them? Or do you wish they were at your birthday? She's like, both. I wish they were here um, celebrating her birthday with her. So I was like, this was a cool thing to do. But in a way, it does kind of feel like, is this for Lottie? Because Lottie doesn't seem to be interested in anything that y'all are doing. Right. No, Lottie is barely having fun. There's not a lot for her to do there other than find toads and snipe. I guess. Where's her tablet? Yeah. Uh, you know, kids these days, they going to have a phone, a tablet or something. They're going to be true. playing Subway Surfer or be on YouTube. This is not the, the this is, we, we are not the kids anymore. You know, we, <laughs> they say go outside and play. These kids take the electronics with them outside. You they know, do. Yeah. Maybe this was a, a family unplugged weekend. Again, things that rich people do. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. Uh, so it's nighttime now. And Earn brings up L.A. again, but V, uh, I keep saying, because it's abbreviated in my notes as V, I oh, apologize. I just, I just thought that was your homegirl. Like, V, <laughs> you tripping again. Like, okay. I want to call, I, I wish I was good enough friends with Vanessa to call her V. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Van Gogh uh, decides that she's going to go help Lottie get the snipe hunt ready t- instead. So, like you said earlier, she gives her a pillowcase, says, put the marshmallow here. Uh, then when the snipe comes, you'll notice because it's got red eyes and it'll go for the marshmallow. And then you just close the pillowcase and smack it with the stick and then call out for us. So 
then Van and Ern go way too far away, as we said mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is when we get into the conversation where essentially Van wants to know that he didn't just do all of this, you know, as just some big gesture without any real meaning behind it. Yeah. Or if this was a manipulative like tactic to just get her alone to kind of, you know, get her cornered to say, let's talk about this thing that clearly, you know, we've been avoiding. Right. Um, But it does feel like that in a way, because if this is for Lottie, why is Lottie over there hunting to snipe alone? You know, um, I think that you might want to go pay attention to your child that's in the dark woods, you know, um, <laughs> looking for wild animals. Like she's legit hunting on her own. You see a six year old on a hunt in the At woods. At night in the woods. <laughs> right. And in a place that you're not familiar with. Are so they you okay? don't know what's there. Right. They're not okay. It's not okay. <laughs> yeah. So finally, the conversation goes back around to Los Angeles again. Um, Ern says that he wasn't trying to be manipulative or anything. He just wanted to make Lottie's special day even more special. And uh, Ern asks, Mm -hmm. what's so important about Atlanta that Van can't leave? Which is, I think, the nexus question for Van. Well, well, Van had a, a very easy answer. She's just like, because it would be my choice. You know, like I, I have every opportunity right. to stay in Atlanta because I want to, you know, you're you are making a decision for you and then trying to drag me along. So at the very least, I would have my autonomy. Like I said earlier, she went to Europe and did not contact him for weeks, like to the point That's where he was true. terrified, you know, looking for her. The mother yeah. of his child is just like gallivanting around the uh, like the strangest trip to Europe that has ever existed, honestly. And honestly. You know, um, he she just she wasn't touching base, you know, and so she likes Van likes to move on her own. She really does. And so to yeah. be like, why don't you want to come with me? It's like because I just never wanted to go to L.A. Like you, you have to let me get my mind wrapped around the fact that I'm leaving where I wanted to be to be where you want me to be, and that's not necessarily okay for everybody. And this is seeded so well in Van's character throughout the entirety of the show. We see her all the time with friends that are just part of her world and then we never see them Mm -hmm. again you know what i mean um she has absolutely no problem forming relationships with people and being private about things and doing things her own way and so uh you know vanessa goes on to say that she doesn't want to be someone's security blanket and just as that happens we hear lottie call out well first we hear the stick hit and then we hear lottie call out a snipe i snipe i i I caught the snipe and they go over and lottie's holding a lantern in one hand and the pillowcase in the other and whatever is in there there's it's definitely something in there Mm -hmm. terrifying she caught something she caught something it's terrifying for me because it's a child but honestly, I kind of I'm a snake person. So I kind of was oh, like, well, is it a snake? Oh. Yeah, I'm a snake guy. Um, so I, I would I would be like, even as a child, I was looking for snakes. Um, oh. But like Lottie is a child <laughs> who was over there by herself. Um, yeah. And like I said, times have changed. Like we were outside a lot more than these kids are outside. Um, yes. So, yeah, I was worried about her. Um, and I was kind of wondering why they allowed her to do this. Uh, it doesn't make any sense because as, as <laughs> Ern puts it earlier, 
you're going to play a prank on our daughter. And Van's like, no, it's a snipe hunt. It's like, well, that, that's a prank. <laughs> By definition, it's a prank. You know, like it, literally it the definition is a prank. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so, you know, you know there's, there's something to be said, though, Latanya, about young parents. You know, mm. uh, it doesn't feel like either of them, they might be in their 30s, maybe. You know what I'm saying? But um, that's still young, you know? And so I feel like, you know, there's a lot of bumps in the road that parents hit that, you know, and a, a lot of times it's traumatic for kids. It really is. But parents have to learn how to parent. There's no manual. And I'm sure there's very, probably a ton there of books. There are actually tons yeah. of books. About it. There are tons <laughs> of books. But you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no one way to parent all kids and all right. like into parent and co-parent even. So it's like, yeah, they might be screwing up a little here, but uh, there have been worse parents for sure. And so I don't want to be too hard on them, but no, I definitely would like, like if I was there, I'd have been like, where the baby, you know what I'm saying? Where's the kid? Yeah, I don't mean to be hard on them, but it, we but where's see the kid? that she's <laughs> in an unsafe, yeah, we, we see right here that she is in an unsafe situation that her parents put her in and yeah. they were way too far away. What if whatever that was in the bag bit her before they got there? Yep. Been it's just scary sure. to me. Like, I'm not trying to parent shame because I think people get that enough in life. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I would like to know where the child is, as you said. Yeah. And you know, with us being like in this ominous feeling that we have throughout the episode, it's probably why we're not more like, like if there was like a, a, a light, la like a uh, like musical track in the background, uh -huh. like she's just that, that that goes from like her hunting to her frolicking you know just like yes. depending on the musical cue and but because we have like this like dark tone or almost like just as the spooky or like mysterious tone you're thinking yeah maybe she does get bit by the snipe who knows exactly yeah it's really scary um it, it's just i and we'll talk about this but i don't know if I needed this general sense of unease in this particular episode with the subject matter that it covers. I think that what they do here is pretty ingenious and in getting us to feel that way. But I'm wondering what the purpose of that feeling is ultimately when it's paid off with nothing, or if we're just supposed to feel the same way emotionally on edge that Earn feels in this moment. Yeah. That could be that could be true because maybe they're a little afraid, you know, I mean, you know, we don't know their camping background. So maybe they do feel these things, but, you know, they they have to focus on each other in a way to where they they're kind of losing sight of Lottie. Um, I, I don't know. I, I like the 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 mysterious feel to the episode because I do feel like had they not had that. I don't know if I would have been as invested in the episode. Like you said, there were moments where it was just kind of, you know, it's just kind of moving because moseying. Um, but, and I'm not the biggest, like, you know, I don't, I'm not looking for like a romantic drama television show. Like I came here for, right. like, you know, almost like a dramedy, you know? Yeah. Um, and there was no comedy for the most part. So, there you was know, not. throwing the snipe or something, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think they had to do it. And like I said, it does fit the tone of what Atlanta has been for at least two seasons. Yes, for sure. So, in this perilous situation, Van tells Lottie to put down the lantern, drop the pillowcase, and run right over to her. So she complies. Lottie does this. Mm -hmm. Ern wants to get a closer look. Van is having no part of it. She's like, "Yeah, no, I don't like. I don't know what that could be." He gets closer and closer to the pillowcase and then something wriggles out and gets away really fast. Mm -hmm. So I guess it could be one of your beloved snakes. Could be. But 
It didn't look like a snake. It moved so fast. I couldn't tell what it was. Maybe some type of lizard. Maybe, yeah. you know, some type like some type of reptile, more than likely, because it does slither. You know, I don't think too it many animals like, slither. You know that bug that uh Helena Targaryen was playing with? In- <laughs> <laughs> that long black bug. Mm-hmm. That's what it kind of looked like to me, only it was bigger. Gotcha. Yeah, it and- was it was huge. I was not a fan of whatever that was. And don't send your child out to hunt whatever that is in future. Um, so they get ready to sing happy birthday, uh, but the Stevie Wonder way. I have yes, a question. The, real, the black way is what we call okay. it. <laughs> so this is what I was going to ask you. Like, I feel like I'm the only person who didn't have happy birthday sung to me that way. My family was like really classical about stuff. <laughs> what? You didn't so, have wait, hold on, pause. You didn't have the black happy birthday? I mean, sometimes we would. Sometimes like there would be somebody at the party who would go out of their way to sing it and then it would be great, but it wasn't something that was done for the most part when we were celebrating birthdays. Um that I feel is just... so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I'm thinking about how how ghetto my family is. Like we do like four different birthday songs on everybody's birthday. We we might do the regular happy birthday, but we're 100% going to do the Stevie Wonder happy birthday. Yeah. We're definitely going to do Uncle Luke it's your birthday and then we're going <laughs> to we're going to end it with two chains. You know what I'm saying? Like birthday it's your birthday. We do that every birthday. I don't know the last kid that came up with that. I guess once two chain got added to the list, um that that was the last time we've edited this list but we're going to do birthday songs all the time and they all going to be black. So They're, I'm sorry that you missed out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about it too. But as I got older, I was able to change it up because, you know, you start making the traditions once you get older. So there was mm-hmm. like a time where my sister was having a nice birthday party and it was a bunch of people over. And so I played cake, re- like Rihanna's cake before, like as the cake was yes. coming out. I was like, okay, yes, this is this is a good idea. But yeah, no, I didn't that. get this. And neither did Lottie because she told them not to sing. Which again, girl, what? She just, she pulled some Blue Ivy stuff. Just telling her parents to be quiet. Calm down. (laughs) Simmer, simmer. Yeah, I was like, oh, she running stuff. I I didn't know that that was the relationship they had with her. Um, I'm all for kids um, having some agency in their in their life and being able to speak up when they don't want something um you know a lot of times kids go to school and they're tired or their their parents have been getting on them and then they come to school and they act out and teachers will be like your kid is acting out it's like kids have emotions too and you right. want them to be obedient all the time but there's times where you don't want to be obedient or you don't want right. to like focus on your own um on your task because of your emotions these are children so i'm i'm all for kids expressing themselves but again this is the the tone, the attitude throughout. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, I I know my people. My mama and them. Oh, we'd have been back in the car. All right. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to sing happy birthday. We want to sing happy birthday. Get uh, pack up the twelve uh, bedroom tent. We leaving. Yeah. Uh, Does she not like I'm- whimsy? Who doesn't like this <laughs> the birthday song sung to them? Like, what's I wrong know. with this little girl? <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with her. And she's got her cute little s'more birthday uh, cake, which, you know, they could have bought her a cake. They have money. Mm-hmm. You know, you can store a cake in a cooler, you know? That's true. Could have got her a real cake. But maybe that's what she was upset about. I mean, I think, am I here to defend Lottie? I think I might be. <laughs> I've yeah, come the cake up with an excuse for everything yeah. so far. <laughs> 
the cake didn't cut you deep. You're like, did they not? Did they give her a s'more? Dear God, yeah. you know, like, maybe, maybe, Lottie, you, maybe you do need to talk crazy to them, Lottie. <laughs> the cake thing got to me. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't like a lot of sweets, but like, you know, you got to have a cake when it's a birthday. Yeah, That's I'm the, the same way. Point. I'm not a big sweets person either. You know, so, um, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, I think Lottie, I, I was impressed, but also confused as to why she was acting like that. I was very confused about why she was acting like that, too. Um, mm. I, I, I was impressed that she got away with it. Um, yeah, that is there's crazy. No way that in the world, if I had talked <laughs> to anybody like that, that I would be here doing this podcast today. Mm. Um, again, not uh, to quote Mari. We love you, Mari. We miss you. Uh, we don't endorse corporal punishment on this podcast. We're just saying, yep. you know, talking about our like own experiences right. and how right. things went. <laughs> That's all. Uh, exactly. So later that night, they're all in the 12 person tent. Vanessa is laying next to Lottie and she <laughs> turns over just to hear Ern's teeth chattering. Because he's all in a sleeping bag by himself, and the thing that they have, uh, the place that they're in, is way, way too big. So, um, Ern, you know, does his best effort to make sure Lottie is actually asleep, so they can really have this conversation. Um, and he says that uh, when he goes to LA, he, you know, essentially because Van thinks that the only reason that I, I you're you want me to go is because you need somebody to go with you right i'm a security blanket for you and he says i'm not like a bad looking guy essentially if i wanted to get someone just to be around me i could get someone just to be around me but it's not about that and van asks if it's just a co-parenting arrangement and Ern says that he wants to be a family and then he says that lottie is the is the best part of both of them um van goes on to say i know you love uh, you'll love and miss lottie and Ern says that he's fighting for van and he loves her and he doesn't fight for anything which is true i mean we can see it as as soon back as when they are arguing a little bit about whether to cross the stream and he barely even puts up a fight Ern doesn't really fight for stuff he just kind of goes okay i guess this is the way life is going to be and tries to make the best of it most of the time or just stews in it. Uh, but he said, actually, this time I'm fighting for you. Um, I love you and I don't just fight. I don't fight for anything. And Van says that she can't just pack up her whole life because he loves her as Lottie's mom. And that says that's not enough for her. Ern says that he thinks that she just sees her ask if he just thinks if she thinks that he just sees her as Lottie's mom. Does he not realize how much in love with her he is? And not only that, but he wants and desires her as well. Like all of these are the the right things to say. If you want, you know, if you want to lay it out on the line and you want to also make someone who may not necessarily think that you find them sexy still because of the familiarity of everything. This is the way to do it and be like, not only do I love you and I love our family, but I desire you. Like I, you know, want to be with you. I want you. 
Yeah, this was interesting, and I think it what what really like caught my attention about this was the the like pathway it took to get there, right? So it starts off with Earn freezing. Van says, "Okay, come get in the soup in, in you know in the in the little sleeping bag with us." Mm-hmm. They start the conversation, and it very much does sound like, "Do you want to come with me?" Because I want us to co-parent. It did. It just. I'm sorry. It just sounded like that. He was like. Yeah, Lot Lottie is here. She's the best parts of both of us. She she is. Look at what we did together. I don't want to do this without you. That's why she's like, well, if you're just looking for a co-parent, I'm not moving across the country for that. Right, just a co-parent. Right, because essentially what you're saying is, bring me my child. You know, I'm saying like, if we're not gonna be together, you just want access to your kid, which makes sense for you to ask that, but also it makes sense for her to be like, no, you know. um, So yeah, for him to finally have to sit up and like and say the words because all this like, yeah, it's for Lottie, you know. Oh, we can do this with Lottie, aren't you? Like, look at her, look at what we did. Tell this woman that you want her. You know what I'm saying? Tell her that y'all are broken up and make her feel like she is now invested in this relationship. Just three seconds ago, you were sleeping outside of a sleeping bag. Why would this woman move across the country to be with you? You weren't even sleeping next to her, and and not because you were like being passive aggressive, but because y'all didn't have that relationship anymore. Right. So it's like. You need to reestablish that. And so that's when he goes on his Kanye rant or his, even like his Robin Thicke thing, you know, where it's just like, oh, you got to sometimes you got to beg and plead, you know, like you 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 got to fight for your family. And when you say family, you mean, your you know, potential wife or baby mama or whoever it is, um, right. because it's not just a family that he's looking for. He wants the entire family. And that includes Van. And I do feel like at first she didn't really uh, she didn't really see it. Um, even earlier, like I said, in the in the canoe, it was just like. Where it felt like, you know, look at us. But Lottie's just hanging out. Like, I don't think the six-year-old had anything to do with this. I think this might have all been for this moment. Yeah. And I that's you're you've made a way more convincing case to me than I think uh, that I was thinking at the beginning that this is a grand gesture that is aimed specifically at Vanessa and Lottie doesn't care about any of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we know Lottie doesn't care about any of it because of the, all the ways in which she's demonstrated and said it. But, you know, did she even ask to go camping? You know, that's no. the thing that I start to think about. Um, I don't want to go camping. <laughs> <laughs> probably didn't even know what it means. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wants her. He desires her. And when he thinks about the fact that she's also the mother of his child, he's just so happy that he could burst. That's a good line. Yeah, he cooked that. That's that's one of those things that you say for the wedding vows. I think he might have wasted the good surprise, you know? <laughs> if he's this good when it comes to just trying to persuade her to be with him, then the wedding vows are going to be fantastic. I, I have oh, faith yeah. in Earn. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, the man wrote Redbone. I mean, like, you know, but it's, so it'll be okay. <laughs> underrated classic, Redbone. <laughs> Is it underrated? I think I so. Like- I think it had its moment, but like I think people need to know that this is gonna be played at the cookout every year. You know it's what I'm saying? So we, it's good. never going away. It's so it's good. never going away. Yeah, it it's so good. It should mm-hmm. never go away. Um, so yeah, Ern continues, says that he's never felt this way about anybody else before, and he doesn't want to find somebody new because he just wants to do this with her. And he says, Will you come to LA with me so we can be a family for real? And so this is the part that I this whole time, but Van's facial expression has not changed. Mm-hmm. Her head has not left that pillow. She's not even like Ern is on his knees at this point, crying, crying, and she is just laying down like, uh huh. We're going yeah. back to sleep soon, right? 
Yeah, she was chilling. But I do think she was waiting on him to get to that. Sir, don't come at me talking about you want to be a family. Don't come at me talking about you want to be co-parent. Like, do you want me? What right. like this is we're not together. We are co-parenting right now. And that's why your ass was sleeping outside in the cold. You know, <laughs> do you want to be with me? And so I think it, it took that moment that moment, the teary-eyed confession on his knees, uh, mm -hmm. letting her know that he said, I date, I dreamed about you the entire time we were in Amsterdam. Every night I dreamed about you. This is the woman of his dreams, literally. Yeah. That people want to hear that sometimes. And so I think she was just what she was waiting on. She was waiting for all that to sink in. People, people need to hear that at all times, honestly. Like, you know, that's that's the that's what I was saying. Like, that is the thing that you want to ha have someone say to you, especially if you're a mom and you have been through a lot in life. And you know, there you don't even have to be a mom. Like, there are just certain societal pressures that are put on women specifically about what age you should be when you find your partner. And if you're past that age, it's like you're past your expiration date, you know? Mm -hmm. And we don't know how old these characters are. I would, I would say that they probably started the show in their twenties, but they're in their thirties now. Mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't take very much for a person to start feeling that they're just too familiar and therefore yeah. you don't have those feelings for them anymore. And we know about the societal pressure because we've got one aunt asking like, why don't you bring the baby to church? What's going on with you and van his mom, even, you know, saying like, at least you could bring the baby. So, you know, we, we've got all that pressure there. So, you know, it is with some thought and what looks like to me, maybe trepidation on Van's part that she says, yes, okay, I'll go mm -hmm. to LA with you. Yeah. Tell your significant others you crave them. You know, say you crave them in the most innocent form and you crave to say goodnight and kiss their forehead and to say <laughs> you adore them even when they feel the worst. And you, you know, you crave them in just in ways that you just want to be next to you, you know, and, and nothing more and nothing less than just, you know, that desire that, you know, this is that's all it is They're like a magnetism to you like i i have to be around you i have to be with you right because um, that makes people feel good and i think it, it did i think it, it did crack her i think she was like okay cool and she said i love you back um because that whole yeah. time she had not said it back she was just she sitting there, like not, you said yeah mm -hmm. they snuggle together in the sleeping bag and she says i love you too and you know we finally get that and she seems at peace with this decision um right. you know so good outcome are we thinking is this a good thing or or what i don't know i think it's too early to tell i think it seems like uh Aaron has never been able to express himself like this before to her so i mean it sounds like maybe there was a breakthrough of some type um yeah. i do know that um the neanderthal that he is did not even decide to be the little spoon you had the opportunity sir the go look <laughs> the holy grail was right there you you were right there she get in get in the sleeping bag bet that's little spoon territory you don't get to be the little spoon all the time when you're taller than your significant other and he yeah. just fumbled the bag i was like all right dear god square one just take me back to season one <laughs> I'm sorry that that hurt my soul because I was like, yeah, I, I was like, my boyfriend to get that little spoon action. He did not. We'll Y'all like the little spoon. People, everybody likes to be the little spoon. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it's when it's cold yeah. outside. I'm just saying, I'm not tripping. I know I'm right. Uh, when we come back from this break, <laughs> we're gonna talk more about why Chappelle always wants to be the little spoon. 
I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, we're back. Um, so the night passes... And we get this really beautiful overhead shot of the family all in the sleeping bag. Um, and at this point, it it, it, it it resembles every family that sleep, like co-sleeps. Everyone is just in a completely different position than they were when they started. Uh, Lottie is like basically hanging halfway out the bag uh, and the tent. Like it's just, and they, they say that they maybe moved a little in the night, like the tent moves. I don't know. Yeah. Like it was on a hill or something, they were sliding. Uh, yeah. But they were all horrifying. in, com- like you said. Yeah, but even then, it was like they were all in completely different. Like it was not that, like, oh, you know, uh, Lottie sleeps bad. No, Ern was on the right and now he's on the left. Lottie <laughs> yeah. was on the left and now she's on the right, <laughs> upside down. You know, th- this is a yeah. big, like something happened in the night. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, you know, I, I, I think they might be right. Maybe, maybe they did roll downhill a little bit. I don't know. Something happened. Those snipe came. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but yeah. So the next day, uh, I think this is where we get the shot of all three of them brushing their teeth in front of the uh, the river or lake where they are. And then uh, they need to get out really quickly because it starts to rain. And Ern is like, leave the tent. I'll just get a new one. It's fine. Rich um, people shit. Rich, rich people, people shit. shit. I mean, also, just... yeah, don't leave your stuff in the woods. Don't do that. Yeah, don't. That's littering. I, yeah. I guess, you know, whoever owns that campsite will be happy to get what was probably a $2,000 tent now mm-hmm. for free. Yeah. But yeah, don't litter uh, in the woods. Yeah. Keep it looking good. Um, rich people. Rich people. Rich people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so they get into the car and they drive off back to the city with Sade's Love is Stronger Than Pride playing. And we don't really hear any dialogue, but the conversation seems to be a lot more chill and lively between Ern and Vanessa when they're on, you know, driving away from the campground. They seem to be having a loving talk, a loving conversation. And we're just kind of left looking at little Lottie, who's in the back, observing all of it. 
Yeah. And she even cracks a smile finally. The girl has basically been stoic the entire time. But right. here it is. She's <laughs> looking at these two people and she does have this look of satisfaction on her face. Like, like she too can feel that the family is back together. You know, um, I think that's what made the whole episode worthwhile. That one moment mm-hmm. where it felt like Lottie's guard has been up this entire time because right. we out here faking. We are not a family. And now she's like watching them talk and it's authentic. You know, they're opening up to each other. Remember the trip when they were coming to uh, the campsite? It's just Sade playing. They're not barely even talking. She's like, right. slow down. He's like, oh, okay. The turn is coming up. You know, they were not even expressing themselves. Now they're having a loving conversation and, it, and it's nice to see. Um, and plus, this Sade song is even better. I mean, like, Your Love is King is great, um, but like the, the lyrics to this song is like, I still really, really love you. Like, those are the words. So it's like, yeah, it's just a different vibe. Um, so, yeah, for an ending of an episode that was as, like, kind of, like, uh, chill as this one, I really think it, like, this, uh, like, brought everything home. It definitely did. And the song choice, which, you know, I always look to you for any type of musical discussion. <laughs> but the the song choice, even just the title alone, um shot aid never hurts you know what i mean and there's there's been a lot of really mellow music being played in the in cars in this season too which i'm a fan of Mm -hmm. yeah i know you you like to you like to feel your music don't you i do (laughs) i Mm. do um (laughs) i really do i don't know what that says about me probably something horrible um, no what what does that mean who like, no, you like to feel music like it says i mean oh my god like, <laughs> i'm still i'm still all messed up about having the worst enneagram and what that says about me so i'm always just on the lookout for whether or not there's something that you know is danger will robinson for how i feel about stuff that's all. No, you're not the one with the worst. Mari's the six, not you. I'm, I'm joking. That was a slug at Mari. She's not here to defend oh, herself. I'm, my then, bad, Mari. That, yeah, what, don't do that to Mari. And then there is also <laughs> you putting up on your timeline that everybody born in the winter is a sociopath. <sighs> what about it? <laughs> I was born December 22nd. That's what about it. Every season is coming. Just hold on tight, y'all. We're, we're almost through this. I know it's starting. Right. The winter will be long, but we will be fine. Ugh. You're saying the winter is dark and full of terrors, aren't you? Yes, and one day the Aries will come, and they we are the prince that have promised, you know? So we'll shut all this down. Uh-huh. Um, any any uh, missing threads or anything that you want to say in particular about this relationship and how we've seen it go through so many ups and downs, and now this is probably the most stable that it's ever been, right? Yeah. I really think they could leave the the relationship at this. You know, we're at episode seven. Um, I think, what are we getting? 10 episodes this season, right? Yeah. I yeah. So. so it's like, I would be fine if this is, this is what we know that is happening with the relationship. Yes, they're moving to LA. Maybe they showed them in LA very, like you said, very insecure. But also it's just like, you know, I, I'm happy with this being a resolution right now because we have to close the book on this four okay, season, Aaliyah. you know, journey. Uh, <laughs> we do. We just, we really do. And so for me, I'm just like, if this is the end of what we see, the relationship struggles of Van and, and uh, Earn, I'm okay with it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like this is a good way to end this. Um, and speaking of ending this, Latanya, what are we going to talk about after this is all said and done? I mean, dear God, we went from insecure directly into this. I know. Are we running out of black shows? Do we got you? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, 
you you've got people when it comes to Abbott Elementary, which is great. You and Gia are doing great work there, but that's not a we got y'all project. Um, I I am frankly just happy that you still want to do podcasts with me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, we got to figure something out. And if the, you all are our listeners mm-hmm. have any ideas about something that you'd like to see us cover to give it the we got y'all treatment, please let us know. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure that you can email us. There's probably an email address that goes something like Atlanta at postshowrecaps.com or no, <laughs> Atlanta. Yeah, I, that sounds right. Um, you can also <laughs> hit us up on Twitter. That's probably the easiest. Um, you can talk to us on the Discord as well. Um, you have any ideas? Uh, hit us up on Instagram. I don't know. Look, I, just, I don't know. Like, because I like, I, like, we're. I know we're a little off the rails here, but I really do want the listeners' feedback because they're the reason why we talked about Atlanta. You know, we, we yeah. at the end of the Insecure podcast, people were saying we want to hear more of you, and so if there is something that you want to hear us cover that is not Abbott Elementary, obviously, I'm already doing that. You're already um, doing it. Us, let us know. You know, um, I don't know if we're ready to. Are we ready to dive into like the the power cinematic universe? Like that's a lot of shows. That is so many seasons. Like if yeah. we were gonna do that, then we might as well just do Snowfall. Is it? Is this the last season? Of Snowfall I think it's out? the last season coming out, and we, yeah, we would we have like five seasons to catch up on. We might have to give it the insecure treatment, you know, the, yeah. the binge, 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 do uh, one episode here about the first season, two episodes, <laughs> you know, and then and then we jump into season five like we never missed it, you know? <laughs> that was that was easier with insecure. This is an hour long, at least, drama. Uh, uh yeah, I don't know so, about this one. Yeah, we'll see. We, 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 we are we'll figure it out, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's just a, a good jumping off point to start negotiations because mm-hmm. we have to keep this going. We really do. Yeah, um, we gotta do, you know? <laughs> yeah, we got to do what we got to do. Um, all right. So I think that wraps up our conversation for this week's episode, Snipe Hunt. Um, Chappelle, what are you, and then we'll wrap it up. What are you looking forward to as we go slowly and meanderingly down that ra- that raft on that river? uh fishing maybe maybe not maybe just hanging out uh what are you expecting to see or hoping to see from the back half of atlanta paperboy paperboy gotta get the paperboy you know like what where is the rap career going what are we doing with paperboy why right. is episodes so spooky all this episode someone's <laughs> dying or, you know, know. Like, it's so crazy and so yeah i want to know you know what really was one of the central conflicts. Like, I feel like this was one of them, the Aaron and Vanessa relationship. But I also think that Paperboy's journey from unknown to rap star um, was a very big deal. And we really haven't discussed it that much this season. We've seen them in the studio a couple times, but we mm-hmm. haven't really gotten into the nitty gritty of what's next for Paperboy, especially with Aaron moving to L.A. Is Paperboy right. moving to L.A.? What are we going to do with these uh, with these characters, Aaron, uh, Darius, um, and Paperboy now? So... I think we got three episodes to figure it out. And, yeah. uh, well, two now, what? Eight, eight nine, and ten. Well, yeah, three episodes to figure it out. Three, um, three episodes. Yeah. So We've barely like seen see Darius. It. I mean, he had a mm-hmm. memorable outing last week, but we've barely seen any of Darius. And when we see Paperboy in the studio, it is because uh, his aunt is there to try to figure out who dad napped, or why her sister dad napped, mm-hmm. or he's 
ruining equipment so he doesn't have to record with somebody. Um, we don't see him actually doing any music. And yeah. we know that his uh, his young white avatar is gone. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What's, what's next? Excuse me. I would very much like to know what is next. Uh, if I'm being honest. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I me want too. to know. Um, all right. Well, Post Show Recaps has a Patreon, as you've heard us mention before. If you want to help uh, support our work, if you want to be able to um, have more shows covered like Insecure or like Atlanta, especially done by the We Got Y'all crew, please consider signing up at any level um, for our patron perks. You can get into our lively discussion channels on our patron discord. You get early releases of podcasts. Sometimes there are podcasts that come ad free for you. Um, and yeah, you could just get to generally meet a whole bunch of like-minded individuals who love pop culture as much as you do and are there to talk about it. So you can go to patreon.com forward slash post show recaps in order to support PSR and support its podcasters. Again, we are at postshowrecaps.com forward slash Atlanta pod. So you can plug that into your podcatcher of choice. If you just want to get us. Send us your email feedback. Tell us what show or shows you would like to see us cover next. Or if you've got a whole new wacky idea for some kind of pop culture podcast that, that we got y'all crew could do, send us send that our way. We, we'd love to hear it. Atlanta at postshowrecaps.com. And in the meantime, Chappelle, where can people find you? People can find me right here on Post Show Recaps talking about Abbott Elementary with Gia Worthy, talking about The Walking Dead with Jessica and AJ and Josh, and talking about, um, I guess, uh, for for a limited time only, Atlanta, right? Um, yeah. I'm also going to be uh, on the Rob Has a Podcast Network talking about Netflix shows on our podcast, Nothing But Netflix, where we talk about a new Netflix show every week. So uh, subscribe to Rob Has a Podcast or Nothing But Netflix to keep up with that. Um, and I've been doing some guesting here and there. You know how I do. I pop in on mm. other people's podcasts. I can't I can't mind my own business too much. Um, so you can check me out in various locations with that. Um, but yeah, follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show. And I will eventually tweet out the links. And then, of course, check out my other podcast on Silent Podcast. It's our Never Have I Ever recap. Me and Sasha Joseph are on Silent Podcast talking about Never Have I Ever on Netflix uh, still at this point still i mean we, still. we are still talking about it but we're pushing through and uh we're having a good time over there so again follow me on twitter all right and you can find me doing quite a few things as well in addition to right here talking about atlanta uh you can find me talking about andor with brennan fitzpatrick and dm philly a show that is really really underrated and i think that more of you should watch if you're not already watching it you can also catch me uh, with Ariel. We are doing The Haunting of Mike Flanagan, uh, the Netflix universe that he has assembled. We just finished with The Haunting of Bly Manor, and now we're moving on to Midnight Mass. So I am in My full... Re- yes. I, oh, I love it so much. I'm in yes. full rewatch mode from uh, Midnight Mass. And I think that it's safe for me to say now that our guest for Midnight Mass is going to be Antonio Mazzaro. So yes. that's going to be fun. Um, Midnight Mazzaro. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's also uh, Versus, of course, 
the podcast that I do with Josh Wiggler, where we compare each week's episode of House of the Dragon with the corresponding episode of Game of Thrones. This week's competition honestly was a little ridiculous in how much Game of Thrones, how many points they racked up because it was Baylor. It was that episode. So uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun talking about this stuff and you all should join us. You can follow me on Instagram at Stormborn1222 or you can follow me on Twitter at LK Starks where I'm talking about all of this and so much more. Until we meet again to talk all things Atlanta. Thanks Chappelle for being with us today. And by us, I mean me. (laughs) We did it. We're back. We did it. All right, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary VTW, void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.